settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to another Whistleblowers podcast. It's our weekly podcast on all things sport. We chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas as well while catching up on our national and local sports. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator to dig a little deeper into what they've been up to or what's happening in sport locally. Brendan Bowers, hello. Happy Wednesday and what a day to be an Australian sports lover, Blandy. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, we've had a, a couple of uh, really, really big wins, and especially uh, our women, of course, the Diamonds uh, in netball are the world champions. They are for the 12th time, in fact, defeating England comprehensively 61-45 to in Cape Town just the other day. And after finishing the last cycle with neither trophy... They now own the Commonwealth Games gold, the world champions, and they own every trophy that they possibly can. How good is that? And of course, uh, England did, uh, well, gave us a bit of a towel up in the uh, the pre-matches uh, leading up to the finals. And uh, we came out there with a comprehensive 61-45 win. They did. And uh, a bit of sledging from the English team and uh, the coach also helped inspire them. Uh, the coach labelling the Diamonds a group of star individuals rather than a cohesive oh, team. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. Do, what would you open your big app and do that before the biggest game you're going to play just to, you know, give fuel to the opposition? Yes, and a few of the f- players took it to heart. But well done to our Diamonds. They are sparkling as world champions yet oh, again. Oh, listen to this. Uh, the Matildas, uh, well, a two-zip win against Denmark. In Sydney, uh, that was an interesting game because Denmark came out and uh, they didn't look like we were going to get through them. And they certainly put a lot of pressure on our defence. And uh, credit to our girls, they managed to hold on. But uh, what a great result. Yeah, in front of, uh, once again, another packed house. Uh, saying in the show the other day that, uh, you know, it's just great to see so many people get along and support uh, uh, our women's teams and a lot of people suggesting that it's not worthy of it. Well, they've proved wrong because every single game in this World Cup the Aussies have competed in have been sold out, I think. But it's not just that anymore. You've got the WRNRL. You've got the WAFL. Yep. You've got our cricket, our fantastic women's cricket team. Women's sport is leading the way. I'm going to break into Helen Reddy in a minute. My woman, hear me roar. I can't help it, Brendan. Well, in this day and age, you can be whatever you want to be, and I'll support you, Blandy. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm not suggesting I... Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on, shall we? Uh, well done to our women's teams. They're fantastic. News. Good to see Sam Kerr back as well. Let's, absolutely. But um, uh, they, they did wait to bring her on. She didn't play too much, and she went down and was like, oh, my God, what's she done to herself? But the roar of that crowd when she came on, special. It is. Yeah. Okay, closer to home, mate. Uh, what do we got here? We've got the AFL. AFL? Let's talk about oh, the AFL. Do we have to? Yeah, do come we? on. <laughs> come on, Blandy. Okay, straight away, because I know where you're going here. Uh, St Kilda defeated by Carlton there. Four goals up, I think it was, at half time. Uh, could well have been more than that, and uh, didn't come out in the second half. Well done to the Blues. Too good. I wasn't going there. I was going to congratulate West Coast on almost getting over the top of Essendon. Al- but... Almost getting over the top of Essendon, yes. Congratulations, West Coast, on almost winning. But it was uh, a bit of a turnaround. Now, I'm not sure where Essendon uh, at the moment, although in saying that, I think the Saints struggled uh, and just got over the top of West Coast over there too. So, you know, maybe maybe there's light at the end of the, of the tunnel there. Yeah, they've had a tough 
tough year, but uh, they seem to be building. Maybe they're getting a few players back from all those massive injuries they had, and maybe that's helping. Yeah, speaking of building, the Bulldogs are certainly doing that. Uh, Far too good for Richmond. Uh, Adelaide over the top of the Gold Coast, who needed that win, uh, the the Suns, uh, to maybe give them a sniff. Now... What about uh, Geelong beating Port Adelaide? And they remain in finals contention as well, uh, the Cats. And Port Adelaide, I think, what's that, four in a row? Yeah. Look, you know, you can't even put your finger on it. No. Where, where Where is their form gone? I don't know. But, you know, they're not on their Pat Malone. The uh, Brisbane Lions just getting over the top of Fremantle by yeah. the what, wow. three points, I think it was, too. So... And wow. even North Melbourne, uh, challenging Melbourne for a good part of that game. Uh, they ended up going down, I think, by 30-odd points in the end, but they were there for a good part of the game. I think the A for the uh, the weekend has got to go to Hawthorne, who defeated Collingwood. So, well done to the Hawks. Are the Collie Wobbles coming back? Uh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything because uh, they still uh, sit on top of the ladder. They're still a very good side. Who knows what's going on there? And uh, was uh, Sydney too good? For the, uh, the Giants as well, who are looking to play finals too. So uh, it was an interesting round of uh, football, no doubt about that. Yeah, it certainly kept it interesting. And uh, the finals places are still up for grabs for yep. a lot of teams. Indeed it is. It's still wide open. Uh, Collingwood Geelong on Friday night will be an absolute cracker. Uh, Sydney and the Gold Coast, they're all important games. So it's silly to say there's not an important game. Uh, Carlton play Melbourne, Hawthorne, the Bulldogs, Port Adelaide and the Giants. Then North uh, take on Essendon. Brisbane-Adelaide will be an interesting game. If Adelaide are on form, you never know what you're going to get there. West Coast-Fremantle, the uh, the local derby there. And St Kilda play Richmond and uh, need to win that one if they're going to have a sniff at finals. Yeah, absolutely. Too. But what about Carlton and Melbourne? What's your tip there? Ooh, I'll, I'll look, I'll go Melbourne. I, I think Carlton have still got a little bit to prove. I know they've been on a roll and they've won plenty of games, but... You just get that feeling about Melbourne. They're coming uh, right at the uh, right time of the year, if you like. So they are. I think I think the momentum could be there, but that'll be a great go. And honestly, it could go either way. All right, uh, NRL. Now, your game of the week. My game of the week. Well, I'm very biased. Mm. Oh, it wasn't the Knights, was it? <laughs> hey, the Knights beat the Dolphins by two. Oh, look. To be honest, it wasn't our best performance, but uh, it's those sort of games we would have lost years ago. But they snuck snuck past the uh, Dolphins. In saying that, Lachlan Fitzgibbon spent 10 minutes in the Sidmin for an alleged uh, hip drop, and uh, three tries were scored by the Dolphins during that time. Yeah. In saying that, he the match review committee said he had nothing to answer for. So, so should he have been sent off? <laughs> well, I mean, you know. What if a grand finals decided like that? Oh, 100%. Well, the ref gets it wrong, sends somebody off, and and you're one down. Some of the the harsh penalties that were dashed out this week with players being sent off and sin-binned for hits that a week or two ago were quite okay, uh, I don't know what's happening. No, the interpretation changes in in all codes, I think, uh, from week to week. It's a tough job, you know, adjudicating a game. There's no doubt about that, but it is frustrating for fans at times. A lot of pundits are saying that the NRL are very quietly cracking down uh, due to the CTA di- CTE yeah. diagnosis from sure. Wally, yeah. Yeah. which you can understand. Absolutely. But come out and say we're doing that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Be honest. All right. It's what you tell your kids, isn't it? Be yep. honest. Sure do. Okay. The Roosters, uh, you know, they remain in contention with that win over the Seagulls on the weekend, the poor old Titans, the Warriors. What, they're sitting third? 
They are, but again, the Titans were without a player for 60 minutes of the game. So it was a great effort by the Gold Coast boys. Penrith was just too strong for Melbourne. Well, they do what they do, and they just keep on winning, don't they? And uh, the Storm away from home, they're quite fragile. They are, but uh, the Broncos, they are the team that are red hot at the moment. Mm -hmm. Well done to Kevy Walters. Good Ipswich boy. Yeah, well, he's, uh, yes, I know. <clears throat> Pardon me, there's a bit of uh, bit of bias there on your part, I guess. But um, uh, the Broncos, uh, it could well be their year this year if they can get over the top of Penrith. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. And South Sydney uh, failed miserably against the Cronulla Sharks. I think uh, I think they're gone. The Rabbits? Yeah. You unless... think? I don't think they'll make finals. Well, when Cody Walker makes one run for four metres mm. in an entire match... Mm. There's not a lot of Something's movement. rotten in the state of Denmark. It's not the score from the game the other night. No. Uh, the Eels, too good for the Dragons, too, as they should be if they, they're genuine uh, finals contenders. A bit of controversy again on that one with a uh, try disallowed as the ball was raked out to the St. George player. But, again, Parramatta are hanging in there and still alive, along with Canberra, who defeated the West Tigers. Just. 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 <laughs> we both said it at the same time, yes. But they did what they had to do, and that's get the uh, get the points. So uh, as we look towards, uh, what do we got there? Round, what round are we at? 24? Round 24. Holy heck. Four rounds to go, Blandy. Oh, man. Uh, is there 28 rounds in the season? 28 or 27? Yeah, it's a, it's yeah a, no, there's 28. It is a long season, isn't it? Okay, we've got the Seagulls taking on the Panthers. You would say no hope, but mm, I don't know. They're at home. That's about the only thing going yeah. for them. Penrith may start resting players like they had the last few years, so... Who knows? Right. Uh, the Sharkies and Titans. Look, the Sharks are in sixth at the minute, but they're up against a Titan side I wouldn't write off. No, Sharks need to win, but I think Gold Coast might get the chocolates. Okay. Broncos, too good for the Eels? For sure. You'd think. Uh, the Rabbits and Dragons. Well, I'll tell you what, the Rabbits lose this. They can just about pack up their bags and go on the end of season That's trip. right. They could go jump in the stew pot. <laughs> Something like that. West Tigers and the Warriors. Well, you would think the Warriors, even though it is... At home, uh, across the ditch, they'll make the trip, but they'll be too good for the West Tigers. They will. Uh, Roosters, Dolphins, interesting. Interesting. The Dolphins claimed their first win against the Roosters in round one up at uh, Suncorp Stadium. So I think the Roosters may have a bit to prove, and they've got a faint hope still clinging there. So I'd tip the Roosters. Okay. Now, the Raiders travel to uh, Amy Park in Melbourne to take on the, on the Storm, who will be licking uh, their wounds from last week. But, gee, they're hard to beat at home, the Storm. They are, but Canberra is the team that has done it regularly over the last few seasons. And it all comes down to the best mates, uh, Craig Bellamy and Ricky Stewart, going head-to-head. And whoever wins has to buy the loser a beer in the sheds afterwards. So um, <laughs> I'm actually tipping the Raiders to Are win. you tipping the Raiders? All right, there, one from left field. And, of course, your Knights sitting in seventh. They're in the eight. They've got to win that one against the Bullies yeah. too. This game scares me more than the rest. <laughs> <laughs> because we should win. It's teams down the bottom that we struggle with. Often is the case, isn't it? Mm. Often is the case. All right, then uh, let's uh, let's turn our attention now to uh, to local sport, mate. What's been going on there? Well, a big weekend in uh, the FQPL men's and women's competitions. Dune Villa got the points over the KSS Jets 3-1. Bingaroo too strong for Sunbury 5-3. United Park Eagles defeated SC Corinthians 3-2 and across the ways were too strong for the Flames, 2-0. Okay, so the Bundaberg teams, they look to be uh, cut above? Yeah, but Sunbury is still fighting for fourth spot. Okay. Uh, Sunbury and the Flames are both locked at 28 points mm -hmm. with only three rounds remaining. They're both 11 points behind third place Bingara, so 
It's a bit of a gap there, isn't there? There, there yeah. is, but yeah. we'll have one Fraser Coast club in the finals. Okay. Doomvilla plays the Flames this Saturday while Bingra is up against across the ways. What about the women? In the women, it was a 3-0 win to the Jets over Doomvilla, 4-0 to Bingra over Tanana, and the Flames just keep on keeping on, and it was 6-0 over across the waves. Still haven't lost a game this year, and uh, with score lines like that, you wouldn't think it's going to happen. No, it should be, um, yeah, they'll be hard to beat. Okay, so this week, uh, Tanana plays Doomvilla, Federation Park, while the Jets and Flames meet at the Sports Precinct, and uh, Bingra plays UPE in Bundaberg Rugby League. Well, the season's over for our Wallaroos boys who gave it all their best in the first week of the semifinals. They went down to the East Magpies 46-26 to in the first elimination final. In the other match, West were too strong for ATW 24-14. And we'll move on to this week playing past brothers for a chance to move into the grand final. Okay then. Uh, AFL, mate, in the local derby or derby. What do you say? Come on, let's clear this up. I'm a derby man. You're a derby man? Okay, the local derby. Uh, the Bombers uh, proved too strong for Bay Power, uh, 63 to 24. They are a cut above, aren't they? They are. Credit to Bay Power. They came out in the first quarter and led at quarter time. Uh, but unfortunately, the Bombers came out and replayed the remaining three quarters. Well, unfortunately for them, <laughs> yes. Uh, Brothers Bulldogs defeating uh, ATW Eagles 57-48 in Bundaberg, a closer game there. It was, but the Eagles got the chocolates and... In the women's competition, the Harvey Bay Bombers claimed the honour, defeating Bay Power 4-4-28 to 3-4-22, and ATW bouncing back to form with the win over Brothers Bulldogs. And with the final round of the season, Bay Power hosts Brothers Bulldogs, and the Bombers travel to Bundaberg to play ATW Eagles. But next week in the, uh, in the preliminary finals, it's an all-Harvey Bay affair. Speaking of which, Brennan, we're lucky enough to have Darren Baldwin join us as this week's special guest, Harvey Bay Bombers Women's AFL coach, Darren G'day. How are you going, gentlemen? Yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks for you, Baldy, and the team. Uh, how, is, how have they been travelling? Um, yeah, there was a, a stretch there for five or six weeks where we just couldn't buy a win, um, but we thought the effort of the girls was really good. Um, yeah, I suppose they've just been rewarded for some... Some consistent effort, and uh, yeah, I suppose winning's a bit of a habit, and we've got into that habit, which is great. So, and you had a good win over Bay Power on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's um, actually like the whole competition is actually quite close. You're never too sure who's uh, going to end up on top. But um, yeah, no, it was good. We got off to a good start, and then they they caught us back a bit. So. Darren, is it? Uh, do you think the standard uh, of the game locally, uh, as far as the women go, is on the improve? Uh, I think definitely, Blenny. Um, mm. Like I've been involved in the distance for a long time, watching my daughter, and um, mm. yeah, each year you can definitely see that uh, there's an improvement one in their skills and um, just then also to their their games knowledge and mm. the way that games played. So yeah, I think it's getting better every year. Mm. And you got the last regular season round this weekend when you play the competition favourites, the Waves. Uh, how do you approach this game? Do you go straight out for the win or hold back a little bit, hoping that you'll play them in the grand final? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I've been asking myself that question too, <laughs> uh, Brennan. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's time to uh, change anything. We'll just keep playing the way that we, we have and then setting up our team the way we have. And, uh, yeah, certainly... If we can keep winning, that's uh, probably a good good habit to have. So, 
You did get the chocolates against them a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, and we've the previous clash that we had against them was was pretty tight as well. Um, yeah, and I've, it's one of those things with ladies' footy. If uh, you can kick straighter in front of goal than the other team, then you know, generally that that goes a long a long way towards your winning. So. Absolutely. Uh, Darren, you've coached both the men and the women. Um, I guess, you know, contrasting in the way you approach uh, the coaching role? Um, yeah, it's a, a really interesting question. Um, you know, as far as uh, the skills-based side of it, like uh, obviously with the, the ladies, there's probably a lot more emphasis on uh, the skill side of it. Um, and I think we're starting to see the, the benefits of that where, you know, we've been talking to our girls about being able to string together seven or eight possessions in a row rather than three or four. And mm-hmm. um, we've been able to start doing that. And, yeah, I think it's been a, a big difference in the way we've been playing. But, um, you know, probably with uh, the men, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, game style and uh, game, um, you know, the, how you want to approach things mm-hmm. rather than... Uh, the skills based sure. side of things. Um, but definitely that's been a, the eye for me is uh, just how the girls want to compete and um, just want to be part of the, the footy club with their mates and uh, be surrounded by people from the, the club as well. So they've, um, yeah, it's been a real eye-opener, actually. Well, that's great to hear. And I think mm. we were talking earlier, women's sport is certainly taking off in all codes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what's been the highlight of the year for you so far, mate? Um, yeah, highlight of the year is uh, probably some of the, the young girls that we've got playing for the Bombers now that have, have come through that, that junior pathway system and um, now they're, they're getting their chance to play some play some senior footy. Um, yeah, and obviously each win that we have, like the girls certainly uh, celebrate that really well and, and just enjoy it. And um, yeah, it's just great to see them involved and, and part of our footy club. Okay, we're looking ahead. Uh, sorry, just uh, crystal ball gazing here into next year. Is there more coming through, Darren? And uh, do you think you'll be there? Um, there's certainly like a pretty strong representation in our junior ranks uh, with the girls. Um, how many of those are going to be of the, of the age to progress into the senior ladies program? Uh, I couldn't tell you that exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, certainly in each of our Bombers junior teams, there's a a strong, strong representation of girls there. So, um, you know, if they keep coming through, we're just going to hold our club in, in good stead in years to come. Well, mate, we thank you so much yeah. for getting off your sick bed and giving us a bit of a few words. Uh, so, really appreciate it, mate, and wish you all the best for the remainder of the season. Thanks, gents. Appreciate the call. Get, get well soon. Thanks, Darren. Okay. No worries, boys. Cheers. As we look towards the weekend, Brandon, another busy one. Uh, what do you got? We've got Fraser Coast Hockey continuing with Magpies and Harvey Brothers meeting in the men's and Granville Tigers and CBR playing the other game. In the women's, Granville Rovers are up against the Bolts and Magpies play Uni Roos. In AFL, Bombers travel up to Bundaberg to play the Waves. Bay Power host Brothers Bulldogs. And of course, in Rugby League, West play past Brothers for a chance to move into the grand final. And Waves will meet East with the loser to bow out. Plenty of options. Mm. Yes, plenty for us to do across the weekend. That is for sure, as always. Uh, Look, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Another Whistleblowers podcast. And, of course, Darren Baldwin. And next week, we'll chat again with another guest about all things sport. Now, a shout-out each week 
uh, mate, to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that often goes unrecognised as we share the positivity and community spirit for those who make our community great. Who you got? Well, as the season's come to a close, it's pretty obvious who's been the standouts in a couple of competitions. So a shout-out goes to the Fraser Flames women in the FQPL and the Harvey Bay Bombers men's in the Bay AFL for their undefeated runs for the season so far. We wish them continued success. Yeah, great efforts there. And don't forget to keep updated with all your local sporting news, fcsportsmedia.com.au. Brendan, remember, it's our sport, our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.